My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful! We have the right to peacefully assemble! The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step in the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. It's Monday. Welcome, Ash. How are you? I'm great. You Welcome. look radiant. Oh, thank you so much. Um, welcome back, everybody. We've got a great show planned for you today. Uh, Apollo, I read a, a headline, you know, with, with Connick, uh, the, the revelations, we're going to get into the, the new revelations that Just the News reported over the weekend about the Connick story. Uh, it, it really appears that uh, we, the media is finally discovering that, that fraud deniers, election fraud deniers, are the, the, true, uh, the true enemy of the republic. Oh, well, if the news said it, it must be true, nope. Oh, yeah, no. Psychopaths, wrong. Sorry, uh, no, it's election deniers. Yeah, My it's, bad. It, My maybe bad. it's the I, CCP I, being yeah. able to, you know, influence our elections and traitors in, in our country who would say anything other than the elections need a complete overhaul because the voice of the American people has been stolen. But, so... Uh, Election deniers. Election deniers are the top story right now. If you Google the midterms, they are talking about election deniers all over the place. It's a full court press by the Mockingbirds. The FBI and DHS is all jumping on the bandwagon as well. And so we're going to go through a little bit of that. We're going to talk about uh, the Arizona gubernatorial uh, race, which is one to watch. Um, shouldn't even be close but apparently they're gonna try and make it look like katie hobbs wins and uh yeah we're gonna get into some other some other stories as well there's there's a lot sex tapes come in come into play here in, in a little bit as well uh so yes on this crazy glorious. election season we have uh we have this year um but let's let's jump right into it. Uh pull up A1 here. This is from the Hill over the weekend. Election deniers, GOP election deniers spark alarm about 2024. And I just pull that down for a second because there is a uh I don't I, I, I never watch Saturday Night Live anymore. Not not since uh not since it was funny um, a couple decades ago, but the you like back in the nineties. I did happen to get a clip right because apparently the cold open for Saturday Night Live this weekend was the January sixth committee, and it um, there were parts of it that were legitimately funny. Uh, there, the guy who did Trump was um, 
hilarious. Uh, some of the things he said were stupid and, and wrong, but but parts of the show were funny. But the reason I bring this up is because they're they really spotlighted. Like there's this one point in the sketch where they show whoever Adam Schiff is, and it's like this guy with big eyes, and they're like, "No, you get out of here!" Like they know Adam Schiff is no longer a winning <laughs> a winning face for the Democrats. But they really focused on Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. And the the jokes about Liz Cheney was about how she's super tough because her dad is Dick Cheney, <laughs> and so they're you know so so they're putting these these Republican um, you know and this is comedy ob- obviously it's not it's not real it's not news, but it's uh, but it's kind of they're trying to paint these Republicans like people like uh, Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, uh, Joe O'Day who's who's running for Senate here in Colorado and inexplicably uh, won his primary. Um, they're trying to paint this as there's an alter- there's, there's two GOPs, right? There's this crazy fringe election denier GOP, and then there's the, the calm, collected adults in the room, people like Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, neither of whom are going back to the government because they've been wholly rejected by their constituents. But, uh, but they're, they're trying to paint this this there's this fringe group of election deniers and then there are you know the calm rational uh republicans like like liz cheney and adam kinzinger and so that's as you as we go through some of these stories just keep that in the back of your mind that they're they're the narrative is that there is bipartisan opposition all the adults in the room all the you know obviously all the democrats the Republican, you know, the Republicans who who uh, denounce Trump, right, um, and independents, there's a coalition against these crazy election deniers on the far right, the alt-right. That's what they're saying. All right, so let's go to A2. Uh, just wanted to, to, to get that up there for everybody. As we go through these stories, I want you to keep that in the back of your mind. Um, so... Yeah. All right. So uh, some Republican gubernatorial candidates like Carrie Lake in Arizona and Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania and Secretary of State candidates like Jim Marchant in Nevada and Christina Caramo in Michigan have gained notoriety for casting doubt on the last presidential election, with some even suggesting they would not have certified the 2020 results. Now Democrats Excuse me, and even some Republicans are worrying about the effect of the, that these candidates could have in further undermining confidence in future U.S. elections should they win office, especially as the country scare, stares down the likelihood of another polarized presidential race in 2024. So what they're saying here is they're terrified. You can pull it down. They're terrified that uh, <laughs> that election deniers are actually going to win. Um, so this article, what I found most striking about this, this piece in the Hill is that they're admitting, right, that these candidates have a chance of winning and they're afraid about what that means for 2024. For example, if Jim Marchant becomes the secretary of state in Nevada in 2024, it's going to be a heck of a lot, uh, a lot harder to cheat in Nevada. Right. And so there, but what they're missing here is these people didn't get on the ballot by, you know, being fringe and unpopular. 
they got on the ballot, they won their primaries, they're going to the general in November because they are popular and because they uh, had the support of the people. You know, here in Colorado, we had our assembly where the election deniers, if that's what you want to call them, the people who don't trust our, blindly trust the, the election technology vendors that run our elections, overwhelmingly by double-digit margins, took over the, the establishment rhino GOP members um, who then inexplicably won their primaries, as I said earlier about Joe O'Day. And, and Pam Anderson, you know, side note, the Denver Post came out and endorsed Pam Anderson over the weekend. The Denver Post is a far-left uh, newspaper here in, in Colorado. They carry water for the establishment, and they came out against Jenna Griswold, and in support of Pam Anderson. It's the same choice. Pam Anderson and Jenna Griswold, one has a D next to their name, one has an R next to their name. Jenna Griswold notably is highly funded by George Soros, Pam Anderson by Zuckerbucks. So uh, it's the same choice, but the Denver Post wants you to think that they're there for change. So pull up this, this is a, just, we're just gonna look at the headline here, A3. The Giuliani names Trump election deniers as witnesses in his legal ethics case. They're talking about Jenna Ellis and Peter Navarro, among others. Um, and then this is my, my favorite story uh, of, uh, of the election denialism is, uh, pull up A4, please. All right, Colorado, you are winning. Colorado election conspiracies cloud vote as mail-in ballots arrive. Shoot to the next one, if you would. Just as mail ballots go to Colorado voters, the FBI and local election officials are issuing warnings about unprecedented efforts to disrupt the 2022 midterms and spread misinformation about the security of the vote. What do you think, uh, Apollo? Are you, are you concerned? Yeah, I am concerned. I'm concerned we haven't celebrated enough. I want everyone in Colorado Many of uh, you know many of those in our camp. We did it, you guys. Yeah, we we, we, did we most it. definitely did. Yeah, well we need done. our. Where's our applause sound? We need like a, a celebration. Yeah, you're right. Sound let's, because let's I definitely feel like I played a role. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So, and you know, keep in mind there. I love that they they continue to use this buzzword, election deniers, mm -hmm. just the same way they use insurrectionists. Yeah. And all these other fun little terms, because what they're saying is there are candidates with an IQ over forty-eight who uh, <laughs> point out the obvious, and many more Americans than they would like who also have an IQ in the aforementioned range and are able to see very clearly what is going on in our country. And so now they're afraid that they're going to lose just like they did the first time. Yeah, and, you know, we're going to talk about the, the most recent polling on these issues, and you'll see uh, pretty quickly that this is, this, this narrative, this cover-up, this is, they're terrified. The demons are fleeing. So um, pull that one, two, or whatever number it was back up. Thank you. Threat level, the FBI and Homeland Security analysts identified Colorado as one of the top states for threats to poll workers and put election administrators on heightened alert. 
Colorado election administrators tell Axios Denver the scale of threats exceeds the 2020 election when unsubstantiated election conspiracies led to the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. It is definitely more intense before this election, Weld County Clerk Carly Coppice told us. Let's talk about Carly Coppice for a second. Carly Coppice is the Weld County Clerk. She is uh, Matt Crane's right hand. You've heard us talk about Matt Crane on the show. He's the head of the Colorado County Clerk and Recorders Association. Private individual, not a government individual, but that does not stop the clerks from sending CORA requests to him and ask if he, if he thinks they should fill them, um, which is unethical at best. Uh, Carly Coppice also led the assembly vote for the Colorado Republican Assembly in which the notorious clickers were used. The clickers that some people didn't get clickers, some clickers didn't work, um, and, and the majority of delegates fought against using electric uh, electronic voting devices at all at the assembly. They did a big push for paper ballots and were, were basically just shut down by... Uh, by Christy Burton Brown. Well, and forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm not. But that was one of the votes in which people said, hey, we were there. They had some, uh, you know, people were talking before. And mysteriously, some of the votes didn't seem to add up with what uh, the consensus was before they used aforementioned clickers. Right. Right. And so uh, Carly Coppice is a big old fraud denier, right? I mean, she thinks our elections are the safest and most secure elections in U.S. history. There is nothing that anybody could ever do to disrupt the election unless you question it. And then you're a threat to democracy. Put up a six, please. Why it matters, Colorado's elections are the most accessible and secure in the nation, says Colorado County Clerks Association leader Matt Crane, a Republican. But officials fear widespread misinformation and falsehoods will erode broader public trust in the state's election security. What they're saying, the persistent misinformation... Again, can we have the applause because that persistent misinformation, I'd like to, you know, at least take my amount of responsibility for it. Thank you very much. And remember, I'm, I'm surprised that they're not using mal information because, w as we learned earlier uh, in the in the year when we when we covered mal information, mal information is information that's true but disrupts their narrative, so they don't want you to know it. Um, so what they're really talking about is malinformation, not misinformation. Uh, the persistent misinformation could incite somebody to do something violent, and that's our greatest fear, Crane said. No, your greatest fear is fi being found out that you're, uh, that you're in on it. Between the lines, the prevalence of threats in Colorado is driven in large part by the state's vocal believers of the big lie and supporters of indicted Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters, whose primary recount is fueling the fire, a misstep by Secretary of State. All right, hang on a second. We're gonna, let's go back to the, uh, the primary recount that's fueling the fire. Can you, um, to see which one, A9. Can you play A9 for me, please? Okay, so I have pictures to corroborate this. This guy is, uh, counting ballots the box again was empty on the top but he just filled it in just wrote in a number on the tag see now he's writing in the second one but he just wrote it on the top one as well which has to be a chain of custody violation and we got it on tape 
So there's this is this is Tina Peters' recount, right? So they're saying Tina Peters' recount is fueling election conspiracy theories. That guy, I was there. Obviously, you can hear my voice. I was there observing the recount as a journalist and whipped out my phone as we saw him altering historical batch documentation. So these batches of ballots were originally counted in June and then were uh, recounted in uh, early August, I think. Uh, I can't remember the dates. They're all blending together. But this episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. The batch ballot, the, the batch label that showed the number of ballots shows number of the date, tabulator, number, uh, batch number, number of ballots, and it's signed by an election judge. Uh, the, the top count on these historical batch labels was blank on several of them. They didn't have a number of ballots. And we got this guy during the recount just writing in the in the original batch label from the original account, writing in the number of ballots from the recount. But we're all just crazy conspiracy theorists. By the way, I raised that to uh, one of the observers I, as a, as a um, journalist. I wasn't allowed back in the room, but one of the official observers was allowed back to uh, back into the room. The one I asked had won his primary as a candidate who had uh, won his primary. So he scurried off and ran away and never came back to give me an answer. But I raised it. That election worker that we just showed on that video was eventually dismissed from the recount. But we're just crazy conspiracy theorists. They've never addressed it. They've just pretended like it doesn't exist. It's on video. We've reported it. We've asked the questions. They just pretend like it doesn't exist. But we're the crazy, uh, crazy election deniers. Well, and real quick, you know, I want to, guys, just understand how old this narrative is. This is so desperate. The I just want to point out that one, uh, you know, this could incite someone to do something violent, and that's our greatest fear, <laughs> according to Crane. You guys, think about, they just had this secret released, you know, January 6th footage from uh, CNN that Nancy Pelosi's daughter just happened to be there recording. 
you know, they, they're on camera. People are there with guns. They were going on and on, nobody making it guns. look like no, nobody had guns. They arrested how, what, like eight hundred people. It was an unarmed insurrection. An Think unarmed about insurrection. that for a section, everyone. Unarmed, unarmed insurrection. This one, this terrorist yeah. insurrection, as yeah. contrasted by the mostly peaceful protests reported by the same outlet, mm-hmm. and. You know, so let's think like what? Oh, I mean, 800 ish arrests. They detained people after being there for January 6th. How many gun charges? Must have been, if it's his violent instruction, must have been I like mean, 800 gun charges. Yeah, right? it had to have been. I mean, I'm sure some of them had more than one gun, right? If they were planning must an insurrection. I mean, explosive something. So, right? yeah. Oh, wait, I no, mean, there weren't 800. Wait, it was well, 700? Something like that. Sure. No, no, wait. 500. Well, maybe, maybe it was just five. Maybe it was 500? just 500. No, no, it must have been, I think it was 300, right? Well, let's fact check it. Wait, no, it wasn't. Oh, that's right. Oh, zero. zero. Ha! Zero. Zero you know gun charges zero? For, the un, for the unarmed insurrection. Remember, the, remember the, the one gun gun that they did have? Ginger gun. And what happened yeah. to him? Ginger gun? Oh, uh, yeah, ginger gun was the guy actually caught on camera with gun. And uh, he was also... Wearing an earpiece at some point. Oh, and then right. he was the guy, you know, the, the gun at the violent insurrection who then got taken off the FBI's list. Oh, like another Ray Epps? Yeah. Got it. So he was a Fed? Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So let's go back uh, to A6, if you would. I just want to touch on this next part of this story. A recent mis- <coughs> Excuse me. A recent misstep. A recent misstep. Whoopsie, it was an accident. By Secretary of State Jenna Griswold, a Democrat who sent, 30, uh, who sent 31,000 non-citizens voter registration cards is only amplifying the doubts. It was a misstep, Apollo. It was totally an accident. She didn't mean to do it. Everybody makes mistakes, right? I mean, everybody. Can you throw me eight for me? For quick? Yeah, oh, that's right. She did the exact same thing before the presidential election guys it's simple human error well and here's the thing right so you think well why does it matter right you guys are this is this is them talking to us election deniers badge of honor by the way um we're upset about a lot of things right it's the machines it's the voter registration and rolls it's it's uh you know ballot trafficking and stuffing ballot boxes yeah Yeah, it's all of it. It is. And we know because for two years we've been digging into how our elections work, how they're supposed to work, how they actually work in reality and where the gaps and vulnerabilities are. Every step of the way we've been obstructed. They will not address the vulnerabilities. They just keep parroting safest and most secure election in history. And uh, what we find is that the the voter rolls are, in fact, a, a key aspect of the fraud. They, they have to, and you can see it in what we call the wave chart. I don't think we have this, uh, but this is Data Jeff uh, originally created the wave chart, which shows how they, they build up the voter rolls, and you get up to this crest of this wave, and then right after the election, they chop it, they cull it. They clean them all out. Right. And they and, and and so you see that voter rolls are actually in the architecture of fraud in the anatomy of this this fraud that they have. Voter rolls are really important. So Jenna Griswold sending uh, thirty one thousand mailers to non citizens. Uh, whoops. Sorry, we didn't mean to do it. I call I call BS because you did the exact same thing in twenty twenty. 
Um, but we're not allowed to talk about 2020. Well, I mean, something else, you know, we're not allowed to talk about the Garfield flip. <laughs> yeah. Or these charts. Yeah. Or this one. Or that one. You yeah, know why? and just pu- leave this out. Leave, go, <laughs> vote drift. Number one rule of vote drift. Don't talk we about don't vote talk drift. We don't talk about vote drift. Go back to the last one that you put up before the, the vote drift, because I just want to make sure people understand what they're seeing here. Along the x-axis here is is uh, time. So you're looking at batch ba- the, the time that batches of ballots are coming in. And then, uh, obviously, on the y-axis, you're looking at the number of ballots. What you'll notice is that the Democrat votes and the Republican votes, and we see this in all the races not just the Senate race. We see this across the board, across the nation. What you see is that they're doing exactly, that these batches are mirroring each other. And so they're preserving the margin. You can see that the margin between the red and the blue line is preserved as each batch comes in. That's not natural. You could have several ballots, that, several batches that come in and preserve, you know, kind of the same ratio. But every batch for an allegedly uh, randomized behavior like elections that we're seeing all of these batches somehow preserve the margin, it, it, it defies logic and critical thinking. But they want you to believe that that's what it's supposed to look like. Well, keep in mind what they want you to believe looking at these graphs is that it is perfectly normal and logical and accurate for when people go to the polls for every batch of ballots, every reporting interval, that the same number of ballots come in in the same ratio every single time, which is mathematically unfathomable and ridiculous and inconceivable it's not now there's no way that that's natural that's not a randomized behavior of of humans voting it's not that's that uh senate i think that that was the whole state that you were showing not just one county Um, so i showed the governor i'll put him up again real quick this one is uh all of colorado for um for senate so in batches across the state as they came in in every in all 64 counties in colorado as batches of ballots came in they magically and there's no other way to describe it other than magically preserved the margins yep exact same ratio across the entire state at every reporting interval this is secretary of state statewide this is for the governor statewide what that means is whatever you want to whatever ratio you use 70 30 whatever uh, which is roughly what it was in many counties every time people came in you got a group of ballots that came in at a certain time every time the ratio was 70 to 30 or seven right. out of ten people voted democrat and i think one me? of their biggest uh and i've said this for two years i've said this one of their biggest uh, critical missteps, right? Strategic missteps was thinking that the American people are just a bunch of morons, right? That the American people are laying on the couch watching the Kardashians and just believing whatever the government tells them. The American people are amazing. Uh, we we have people like Draza Smith and Jeff O'Donnell and Walter Doherty and Doug Gould, people who cannot look at this, right? They're 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 professional. Uh, integrity and credibility is on the line. They look at this and they say, you cannot create that result in a randomized human system. 
that is indicative of a controlled system. The data that we're seeing, oh no, 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 you're just, you're just election deniers. You just believe the big lie. There's no reason, no reason to actually believe it. One of my favorite election deniers, of all the election deniers in all the world, one of my favorites is Carrie Lake. Do you like Carrie Lake, Paul? I do love her. She's good. She's good. She's good people. Throw up B1 if you would. So uh, this narrative is it got very popular over the weekend, and you'll remember this from before the 2020 right? Trump won't admit, won't commit to accepting the election results and honoring them. Well, yeah, because you guys cheat. Um, kind of like Trump did. Right. So, yeah, so go to the next one, if you would. Emulating Donald Trump, the Republican candidate for governor of Arizona, repeatedly refused to say Sunday whether she would honor the results of her election if she lost. I'm going to win the election and accept that result, Carrie Lake said twice on CNN's State of the Union. Lake is among this election's most prominent election, election deniers. deniers. Dun, dun, dun. Rep Republicans. Wait, let's do it again. Lake is among this election's most prominent election deniers. Republicans who agree with Trump's false claims about his loss in 2020 election and suggest they may file protests of their own after the November elections. Public interest groups said Trump and his denier acolytes are threats to democracy, sowing distrust in the system because they know they cannot command a majority of voters. I'm sorry, what? They said more protests after the 2022 election will only fuel doubts about the elections despite mountains of evidence that they are fairly... Show me one mountain. Show me one piece of evidence that our elections are fairly run because all you've done is obstruct. We're all in you've done I is... I don't see those mountains. Yeah. Because they don't exist. Because they don't have, as Joe says on this show a lot, where are their experts? Right? They just say, well, experts have said... That's been debunked. Like CISA? That's been debunked. So many experts have said. 50 intelligence agency, agents and analysts said that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Eli Bremers? Oh, wait, he's a swimmer. Never mind. He's not an expert. Right. They said more protests after the 2022 election will only fuel doubts about elections despite mountains of evidence that they are fairly run. Hundreds of election deniers are on the ballot across the country this year. Whew. So why would voters in Arizona question the results? Is it just because Carrie Lake says that we need to question the results? Or is it because they did an audit in Maricopa County and found more than four times the margin of votes in question? And then they just swept that under the rug. Is it because the Arizona County officials, as well as Secretary of State's Katie, Katie Hobbs, obstructed the Arizona Senate investigation and didn't deliver the information that was subpoenaed, lawfully subpoenaed by the Senate for a part of that investigation? Is it because uh, there is, um, let me see what, uh, the one I sent you in Slack, I don't have a cut for it, but this, uh, this, this came out over the weekend. Uh, Arizona Democrat, uh, Arizona Democrat, can you pull that up? I can't, okay. Sentenced to 30 days in jail for ballot harvesting, for muling, for trafficking in Arizona. An Arizona Democrat, she was a school board member and a former mayor and she's in the Democrat Party, but but 
we're just crazy people and there's no reason for for you to doubt the election safest and most secure election in history how dare you even question it you know another reason i think that uh it's my favorite reason uh that that arizonans arizonians uh arizonians might be it okay uh james james knox will have to call me and tell me how to say that um Let's go to uh, B4, please. Arizona gubernatorial candidate Katie Hobbs defends her refusal to debate Trump-backed GOP rival Carrie Lake, who says she is only she says who she says is only interested in creating a spectacle. Pull that down. Katie Hobbs is the sitting Secretary of State in Arizona. She oversaw the obstruction of the Maricopa audit. She is a prominent fraud denier. She is a safest and most secure cultist, right? That is that is Katie Hobbs and she is refusing to debate her opponent for governor. She wants to be the governor. She's the Secretary of State. She oversaw a stolen election. She wants to be the governor of the state of Arizona, but she refuses to debate her opponent. Uh, throw up B5, if you would. Democrat Arizona Governor candidate Katie Hobbs defended her refusal to debate opponent Carrie Lake. On CNN, Hobbs said that Lake avoids substantive, in-depth conversations about Arizona issues. Hobbs' refusal to debate has, has drawn criticism from Democrats who have called it the wrong decision. It's insane that the chief executive for uh, the race for the chief executive of the state of Arizona one of the candidates is going to refuse to face off against her opponent and let voters make a decision and oh by the way she's also the one running the election totally makes sense can you guys understand how ridiculous it is that she's still refusing this and then even her her own party the democrats are coming out and saying mm. I kind of question this decision, and they still want to run with this narrative that, I mean, she actually has the nerve to say Carrie Lake avoids talking about issues uh, that are relative to Arizonians. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, well, and as she's saying that, Kate, that Carrie Lake avoids talking about the issues, avoids talking about the substance, she's running from having to talk about the substance. Uh, let's play B6. This is a little bit of a long video, but it's so good. They're now both currently hiding in bathrooms. Where are you going? <laughs> You're going to clean up that mess you just made? She littered. She left the lid. Carrie, come back. Or, uh, Katie. Katie. Do you recall that, Katie. <laughs> Panic, run away! Just wanted to know if that is informing your decision. So like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk politics to anyone who I don't know. <laughs> but let me, <laughs> You're but let me be governor. <laughs> <laughs> She's going inside of a restroom. She ran. Oh. <laughs> She's hiding in the bathroom. You've been caught on <laughs> really had to go to the bathroom there. Secretary Hobbs has ran. She doesn't want to discuss policy with me. 
Sorry, I'm a journalist, and you can't, you, you don't own the restaurant. Nothing you can do about it. He talked about running from a debate. They're now both currently hiding in the bathroom. Mr. Wolf was here to save her. Now he's hiding in the bathroom. Secretary Hobbs is, oh, he's out of the bathroom. Mr. Wolf is out of the bathroom. We're going to leave. There's a car right here. Considering your campaign drives around with an AR-15, don't you think rules for thee, but not for me, is problematic for someone running for safety? Oh, the car is Would locked. Katie Open the door. Like an assault weapons ban? If she could, yeah. I mean, that, the problem is that's a federal issue, right? There's nothing she could do about it. Right. At least immediately, right? Instead of kind of advocating for it publicly, which is really more impactful once you're governor. The car's locked, Ms. Hobbs. Secretary <laughs> Hobbs, <laughs> running from a Project Veritas action reporter, doesn't want to discuss policy. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk politics with anyone who I don't know. I don't want to talk politics with anyone who I don't know. Please Elect make me governor. Me. <laughs> Vote for me. Vote for Hobbs. I'm not going to talk, talk about politics. policy. And if you come up and try to ask me about policy, I'm going to run and hide in the bathroom until my handler comes and picks me up in the car. <laughs> but... Please with my AR-15 in it, yeah. But I won't talk about banning guns until I'm governor. Uh, Vote right? for me. Oh, right? Yeah. No, she can't. There's not. That's a federal issue. That's There's a federal nothing issue. she can. Nothing she can do about that until she's governor. If you know what I mean. <laughs> well, let's uh, you know, quick, quick uh, departure here. So, again, mountains of evidence. Mountains. They're safe and secure, right? Yeah. Election deniers sowing discord. So we just again. Talked about all that J6 footage because that was totally a proper investigation. Okay, so Donald Trump released this great memo, uh, which was spectacular. Uh, and he starts it off. The presidential oh, election this. of 2020 was rigged and stolen. All caps. <laughs> Uh-oh. The same radical left Democrats who utilized their majority position in Congress to create the fiction of Russia, 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 impeachment hoax one and two, $48 million Mueller report, no collusion, Ukraine, 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 atrocious and illegal spying on my campaign, et cetera, et cetera. The same ones who stole the election. So let's go down, because at the end of this memo, he signs it with that beautiful, beautiful signature, signature better than any other signature. He, uh, you know, CCs all these lovely people, including <laughs> Kinsinger. And uh, down at the bottom of this memo, and really, I encourage you all to read it. I, I think we it's will have to do a live picture. reading. I was in that crowd. I'm so proud of you. I, I, I could show, I, I, anybody wants to know where I was, you know, people say, oh, they were at January 6th. Da, da, da. Yeah, I, I drew diagrams <laughs> with arrows that showed throughout the day exactly where I was. Those are, those are on my blog. Um, but that was an absolutely incredible day that morning there at the ellipse uh we didn't get in i'm in fact one of those one, one of those trees see that screen right there to the right of the image mm -hmm. to the right of that screen was another set of trees and i was right under one of those trees but we didn't get into the ellipse we uh we lined up at five o'clock in the morning to try and get into the ellipse the thing started at like 10 i think and uh we didn't get in but it was such an incredible um, moment. There was so much hope. There was uh, joy and, tr and belief that we were going to 
see, you know, see our Constitution in action and, and have some of the issues uh, that, that we, the grievances that we had uh, taken up and remedied. Unfortunately, because of the false flag event that, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi just happened to have a freaking videographer there to witness. Uh, we didn't, right? And now we're living in the the Scrotus, the so-called ruler of the United States regime, Scrotus Biden, who is inching us closer and closer to nuclear war at the same time that he has destroyed the U.S. economy, destroyed U.S. energy independence, destroyed the supply chain, and is funneling money over to his favorite laundering location, Ukraine, um, this image, I love it because it is that all those people there were united. Nobody was violent. This is this is at the ellipse. This is not uh, over at the Capitol building. And in fact, as you see all these people here at the Washington Monument grounds and at the ellipse, know that the violence was already happening at the Capitol. The violence was going on while President Trump was still speaking, which is why it's so ridiculous that they say, you know, his comments of peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard is what started the violence, because the violence was already going on. Um, when we arrived, which we got there later, I think like around one-ish one in the afternoon, when we arrived at the Capitol, all of the, the violence of, you know, getting into the Capitol grounds was long over. And there were hundreds of thousands of people standing around singing, praising God, uh, you know, getting to know each other, um, all, all, kinds of, all kinds of things that had nothing to do with violence. But of course, they just want to talk about the handful of people, many of whom have had their names taken off of the FBI most wanted list because they were informants that were involved in the... Um, in the false flag attack on hey, the U.S. Capitol. Do you know Capitol. what this looks like to me, Ash? Beautiful. This is what organizing looks like. <laughs> this is what building power looks like. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't think she. I don't think that she would agree. Um, but, but she's right. This of course, she's right. Like. She went to bartending school. So, so hold on. So ahead, just let's just brush through a few of these things because there's a mountain of evidence that the election was safe and secure, and these people are obviously sowing discord because they have nothing else to stand on, right? Correct. 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 Maricopa County. This is in uh, Trump's uh, appendix to his extremely well-written response to the January 6th committee. 20,000 mail-in ballots after Election Day, including 18,000 on November 4th, picked up from the Postal Service, more than the entire election margin. Study of early ballot signatures, so 229,430 mismatches. The Arizona Forensic Audit identifies numerous anomalies, fraud, election law violations that are determinative, including over 17,000 duplicate absentee ballots which surged after the election. 96% of the ballots that came in on two of these days were duplicates. Millions of files of general election data and security logs deleted, uh, including critical days, including the day before the audit began on February 2nd. Uh, purged the system and moved election data after they received a subpoena. Dr. Shiva's analysis in Pima County. Anomalies with mail-in ballots. 
High turnout, over 92%. Mail-in ballots flipping from 6% Republican for Biden to 40% of Republicans voting for Biden. And no this problem. is what they had with incomplete information, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I had an opportunity to talk to Doug Logan at length, and the reason that he was, you know, I, I, can't, I can't give a definitive answer, right? And everybody criticized him. Well, they didn't have the full set of information. They were wholly obstructed by the executive branch of the Arizona government, as well as the uh, county authority in Maricopa County, they were, the, the, the Arizona Senate investigation and audit was obstructed by those other government actors. And so when we think about, and, and uh, well, actually, I'll let you, I'll let you keep going um, as, through some other some other states here. I'm just going to skip through. So again, up up above, they mentioned over 100% voter turnout because that's totally possible. In Georgia, 43,907 ballots from Zuckerbuck's funded drop boxes. In uh, DeKalb County, violated chain of custody rules. Remember, the margin in Georgia was under 12,000. Poll workers caught scanning ballots multiple times on camera. Ballot images confirmed 3,390 duplicate votes counted for Joe Biden. 10,000 illegally cast votes in Georgia are from individuals who voted in the wrong county. Raffensperger's investigators said there were unaccounted for ballots. You can say, oh, there's error. Oh, there's human error. Oh, there was a glitch. There was this, there was that. It all goes one way. All of the fraud goes one way and helps one party. And if it was just an accident, just a glitch, just a mistake, that wouldn't be the case. If it was a glitch, you'd see it impacting other races, right? You'd see it impacting the the Republican Party's uh, party in some cases, and you don't. You don't anywhere because all of this fraud goes one way. Case in point: tally sheets during the hand recount shows unanimous vote counts for Joe Biden, including 100 and 200 to zero counts. No problems there. Nothing to see here, Michigan. Detroit illegally blocked the poll challengers at the TCF centers. Uh, video evidence showing thousands of ballots being delivered in the middle of the night, 3.30 a.m. They confirmed this in the report analyzing the 2020 election that a large volume of ballots were delivered with no chain of custody. They came from drop boxes. Mac DiPerno found voting machines which were accessed remotely. Antrim County, seven over 7,000 votes changed in favor of Joe Biden. And note that everybody who discovers... Any of this, right? Anyone who discovers an election problem that turns out to be something is immediately painted as an election denier and has their life destroyed. Yep. Conspiracy theorist circa elections. Pennsylvania, as of February 21, 121,240 more votes than voters. Nothing to see here. Uh, By law, Pennsylvania cannot certify a discrepancy like this. Delaware revealed video of election officials discussing destroying election evidence from November. We showed you a great deal of footage from Pennsylvania that we went through with Stephanie uh, Lambert and Tom Carroll, showing them discussing, destroying evidence. Uh, I mean, it, it goes on and on. They have the pad scanner issues. Bill Barr ordered U.S. Attorney Bill McSwain to stand down and not investigate election regularities. We've covered this on this show. And he is now out, by the way, doing the media circus. Yep. Bill Barr and talking about how, you know, they investigated and everything was fine and, and Trump just insisted on this big lie when, in fact, they did not investigate and Barr was part of the obstruction as well. Yep. And to finish up, Wisconsin, this is just from, this is, keep in mind, not even close to the mountain of evidence. 
uh, much of which we've covered on the show. But in Wisconsin, 200,000 voters identified as indefinitely confined, though this was not the case. Because, as we all know, COVID was not about COVID. It was about the election. And then they got to pass some other fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, 44,272 people, according to Wisconsin Legislative Audit Bureau, voted in November 2020 without showing ID, more than twice the vote margin in the state. The Wisconsin Election Commission ordered nursing homes to violate laws, uh, loading, <laughs> leading to 95 to 100% turnout in nursing homes. Nothing to see here. A Wisconsin Supreme Court ruling drop boxes used in the 2020 election were found to be illegal. Still hasn't been investigated. We are still well, seeing the same narrative. About those nursing homes, remember there's been loads of stories that... Uh, do you went into the Matrix again? I'm, I'm disappearing, guys. You are. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medcare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency. Uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medcare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you, but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. Um, loads of stories about family members, right? Who says, oh, uh, my mother voted and she has severe dementia, right? She is end stage Alzheimer's and there's no way that she could, but cast a ballot certain that she didn't do it those stories are all over the place you won't hear them in the mainstream media and i want to go back really quickly to something i said at the beginning about this this uh dichotomy in the republican party and they want you to believe that there's you know this crazy fringe movement of people who believe that the election was stolen rightfully believe that the election was stolen and then there's the you know the normal people like liz cheney and adam kinzinger neither of whom could could get reelected, but they're the ones that uh, that are really standing for the republican party it's nonsense those are what joe calls the derps right the democrats Democrats in Republican Party, those are the rhinos, the whatever you want to, whatever I call them, uniparty cartel members, because that's what they are. But if we look at this polling, right, so put up C1, if you would. This is from August 8th. Uh, election integrity, majority of voters favor Arizona-style audits. 56%, in fact, believe every state should require that ballots be immedi available immediately after elections for bipartisan inspection, voter reviews to enhance uh, election confidence and transparency. Only 23% are against ballot reviews. I'm going to ask you, Paulo, to put on your um, your wizard hat and grab your magic eight ball. Who do you think are the 23% of people who don't favor uh, auditing elections after the fact? Dead people? Democrats? Same thing? Well, I mean, 
uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think so. I mean, Uniparty, right? It's the establishment, and I think that this these kinds of polls show really how much power they have, right? Uh, the majority of voters favor audits, like we saw in uh, Maricopa County. Uh, I would imagine without all the obstruction, uh, go to C two. Well, here. keep in mind, save us most secure election. Audits do no harm. Right. The safest and most secure election in history should welcome transparency and all we've got is obstruction that tells you everything that you need to know. Election integrity, this poll is from October 4th. Election integrity, 61% say the issue is very important. Now that is 84% say important or very important. 61% say very important. Just 13% don't think the issue is important. And uh, nearly half, 49% of voters believe it is at least somewhat likely that there will be widespread cheating that will affect the outcome of this year's congressional elections. <clears throat> so half the country, half the country thinks that, the, that there's going to be cheating in this election that impacts the outcome. But we're crazy fringe. How surprising that people want these these individuals on the ballot. Yeah. Half the country thinks that cheating might have been yeah. a significant factor, and well, these people are surprised. Well, and that, I mean, that's, that's exactly it, is that the same people who are saying, we're really terrified because there's all these election deniers on the ballot, how did they get there? Well, because 50% of the country thinks that this is an important issue and thinks that we don't have free and fair elections and decided to stand in the gap and do something. Many of them stood up, became candidates. I know several grassroots candidates who never had any desire to be in politics whatsoever. Some of them even made it through the primary and uh, this this narrative is crumbling and so the last poll and hold on a second before you put it up because I want to tee this one up for everybody the last poll uh, really shines a spotlight on on what this issue is truly about remember we have the mockingbirds telling us that election denialism is the biggest uh, problem that we have. Election deniers, election deniers, election deniers. Uh, you cannot listen to these people. We all have to come to the middle and align with uh, with uh, with uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Throw up C3 for me. This is the this is this is the gold standard poll right here. 62% say media bias is getting worse. Most voters still believe fake news is a serious problem and don't trust the political news they're getting from the media. The latest Rasmussen reports national telephone an online survey finds that 62% of likely US voters think the problem of bias in the news media is getting worse. 52% of voters don't trust the political news that they're getting, according to 32% who do. And so they've lost the narrative. It's not that they're losing the narrative, Apollo. I think this is showing us that they've lost the narrative. And their, their answer to that is to censor more and just keep screaming safest and most secure election in history and just keep saying election deniers election deniers election deniers which is really really interesting considering the the new information that came out about conic yeah. uh, over the weekend well and keep in mind everyone like j6 what was it about the election right they were terrified and they knew that they were not winning so they had to create this you know fake insurrection which they label everyone as 
to Billy Club you, be a good little sheep. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID, it was all about the election. The Trump Mar-a-Lago raid, what do you think it was about? It's about the election. Yeah. They wanted to bring out some dirt, demonize him again, try to catch him with something ahead of the midterms. Now that's all, you know, screwed up because they went in and asked for a special master. And remember that if he has classified nuclear documents or codes or whatever they claim he has, a special master does not hurt anything. Right. It only hurts things because it delays it so that by the time they get through the election, they're not going to be able to pull out whatever rabbit they want out of the, you know, backside of the Democratic Party. Right. It's all about the election, you guys. This is the biggest threat to our to our nation right now is the election, which is why they use all of these things to demonize people, to make you guys feel uncomfortable, to feel scared to speak out, and to gather because the election is their keystone. Yeah, no, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think the Mar-a-Lago trade was also, uh, uh, raid was also about them getting back the crossfire hurricane documents <laughs> that they want to destroy. Election. Right, because absolutely. It's coming up to the election, that's and not that's, good optics. I mean, that's their that's their meddling in, in the 20, 2016 election and obstruction of an incoming presidential administration. Right? They say the the peaceful transfer of power is a hallmark. Uh, you guys destroyed that when you decided to launch a bogus investigation based on the Steele dossier, which, as was reported last week, they had to pay a million bucks to offer a million bucks to try and get somebody to corroborate it and they couldn't and they still went forward with that investigation anyway these people are criminals and the walls are closing in on them as uh, Rachel Maddow would say so let's talk about this con- I know we're running out of time and hey guys, I want to hit the sh- hit the rumble button uh, make sure that you share this help us before we end the show today yeah, so throw up D1 if you would. Last week, as everybody remembers, we talked about uh, Connick and the great reporting coming out from Kanakoa and Gus Quixote. Now, uh, John Solomon and Just the News are getting in on the action. Prosecutors, U.S. election firm gave Chinese workers super administration access to election data. A U.S. election technology company currently embroiled in scandal gave Chinese subcontractors high-level security access to American election data, according to a warrant filed by prosecutors this week in Los Angeles. Authorities earlier this month arrested Eugene Yu, CEO of election software company Konek, on charges of grand theft and embezzlement related to his work with that firm. Controversy has also swirled over Konek's alleged storage of poll worker data in servers located in the People's Republic of China. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Koenig says on its website that it offers poll chief election logistics software to nearly three dozen clients across the United States. The warrant for use arrest, meanwhile, made startling allegations related to the handling of sensitive data for those clients. The charging document filed in the Superior Court of the State of California for the County of Los Angeles on Thursday claims that a project manager in August, quote, wrote that any employee for Chinese contractors working on poll chief software had super administration privileges for all poll chief clients. What? Yeah. The project manager reportedly described the decision as a huge security issue. You don't say. 
He later stressed to workers that the company need to ensure, quote, need to ensure the security, privacy, and confidentiality of our client data, end quote. The warrant also alleges Konak employees sent personal identifying information of L.A. County election workers to third-party software developers who assisted with creating and fixing the company's poll chief software. Safest and most secure election, guys. So, Apollo, last week we talked about how, uh, you know... <laughs> The incredible American people who are putting all of their uh, investigative skills, all their skills, talents, and passions to bear on saving the republic had found that our Douglas County and Jeffco and there was a Denver County uh, poll chief sites, we use those. Interestingly, you cannot find anything about Poll Chief or Konek at all on the Secretary of State's website except for a 2013 response to an RFP. But uh, I'm sure that's totally normal um, for a control freak like Jenna Griswold who wants to control every aspect of our elections. Totally normal that she wouldn't have anything listed about guidance for, or, you know, uh, recommendations, suggestions, rules for using poll chief software, but she doesn't. No big deal. So three counties in Colorado at least use poll chief and their poll chief sites. So I believe it was votesfordouglas.com, jeffcoelections.com, and denverpollworker or something mm -hmm. like that.com. Yeah, I think so. Um, those sites were sitting on the same server as a Chinese elections site. Uh, see, uh, it's 2dmeeting.cn. .cn is a Chinese extension. You cannot have one of those uh, and deploy to it if you don't have approval from the CCP. So that site... Chinese election site, presumably networked into Chinese infrastructure in some way, is sitting on the same server as U.S. election sites, Denver, Douglas, Jeffco, here in Colorado, all over dozens across the, the nation use this, this tool, Poll Chief. And now we find out that Chinese subcontractors have super admin access. Super admin access is the keys to the kingdom. And so they have access to these, these super admin access to these sites that are sitting on the same server as their Chinese elections site, and we're supposed to say, um, no, it's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's uh, how it's supposed to work? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't see any problems with this. Uh, super admin access, where they have access to all the personal identifiable information, when they have access to the servers... Uh, I mean, the I, I, I don't care about the per I mean, I, I do. I, I care about the personally deal, identifiable the information. I don't, though, because that's not the point. The point is the connectivity. The point is that they have the connectivity. The fact that that site is sitting on a server and potentially networks back into the CCP and the other sites that are sitting on that server, Chinese subcontractors have super admin access to. There is no other um, scenario right? Whether we're talking about a, a breach of a bank or a hospital or any other uh, public or private critical infrastructure for the United States, there is no other scenario where you would have this kind of evidence come forward and you would not have everybody calling for a forensic technology investigation, a forensic audit of the technology. That is, st that, that is standard that would happen. And nobody can say 
that this hasn't impacted election data, that it's only poll worker data, that it doesn't impact our elections, that our elections are safe and secure and have never been breached. You cannot say that until you've done a forensic technology investigation. And the only place that's done a forensic technology investigation into poll chief and Koenig is L.A. County, and it led to their CEO being arrested. But you're my, my, right? I got a response last week. I reported on this last week. I got a response from Douglas County. We heard from our, the vendor. Everything's is, cool. Yeah. We, we talked to the vendor, and everything's in Lansing, Michigan. It's not in China. Right. China's in Lansing, Michigan. You don't need the Lansing, Michigan stuff to be in China because China's in Lansing, Michigan. China is on that server. China's in the personal devices and able to access all the data of right. our military, of our DOD employees who right. use this. They right. have access to these votes. They right. could change this data. So we have a fax blast today. This is the topic of the fax blast. Immediately detain Ray Gar and Garland for giving aid and comfort to the CCP. So pull that down for a second. I want to just tee this up, remind people. Uh, in Con in uh, Kanakoa's reporting, he's got quotes from Catherine Engelbrecht. Uh, and she talks about how they were working on this investigation into Koenig with the FBI, the local FBI, for 15 months. They were working on this for 15 months. Then Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland and the, the Washington DC FBI headquarters got involved and, uh, and everything changed, right? She said, all of a sudden, it wasn't, let's collaborate, let's work together. All of a sudden, it was, the FBI is saying that you guys must have done something wrong to discover this. The FBI is now investigating you through the vote instead of investigating this massive issue of Chinese access, influence, and infiltration of our critical elections infrastructure. The FBI priority was to cover it up. And that, well, they, it, that, that I battle, think is treason. You remember, you remember that line in there? They are trying to find some crime by which they may have gotten access to this data. How about you look at the uh, security risks to the American vote, to you know the, the United States, when someone comes to you in good faith after working with you for months on an investigation and brings you evidence that the CCP has access to our election systems and more. How about you investigate that? Instead, no, they, they pivot and they say, well, thank you for bringing us this information here at the FBI. I think we should investigate you to see if we can find a crime by which you were able to get access to this information. Yep. Yeah, so uh, in that, uh, that, that piece by Kanakoa, the agent informed Engelbrecht that, the two, that two women at the FBI's headquarters believed that Phillips and Engelbrecht were in the wrong for doing this, working with the local FBI on this investigation, and that the D.C. office was now trying to figure out how you guys broke the law to find all of this. Um, but we're not, we're not afraid anymore. Catherine Engelbeck, Greg Phillips definitely aren't afraid. And uh, people are, are finding their spines and finding their courage all over and continuing to report on this, continuing to expose the information no matter how threatening this uh, federal government uh, becomes. Let's, let's jump into the facts and I'll, I'll read a little bit about this. U.S. poll chief sites are a networked component of U.S. elections infrastructure in use all over the nation. 
these sites share an IP address, a server location, with a CCP election site. Chinese contractors have super administration privileges and access to these sites, and the FBI tried to cover it all up. Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1, treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. No person shall be convicted of treason unless on the testimony of two witnesses to the same overt act or confession in open court. Does using your sworn office to cover up CCP infiltration of U.S. elections count as giving aid and comfort to U.S. enemies? Apollo, what do you think? I think it does. I think it does, too. Can I get an amen in the chat? I don't know. I can't see the chat right now. Hopefully. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're amening all over the place. Based on the facts, we won't know the extent of Chinese state access into our election systems until each locality that uses poll chief conducts an independent forensic investigation into the technology. This has not been done anywhere except L.A. County, which led to the arrest of the CEO. Demand for remedy. Prohibit the use of Connect in the 2022 midterms. Immediately detain Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland for giving aid and comfort to the Chinese Communist Party by using their offices to obstruct a lawful investigation. The safest and most secure election in history. That is the cover narrative for the coup. You can't keep pretending this isn't happening. Stand in the gap for U.S. elections. Remember your oath. So there's definitely a lot of reasons that people doubt the election. You can call us election deniers. Uh, I am an American who critically thinks and uh, has come to her own her own uh, conclusions election about what denier. happened. Yeah, election denier. Um, badge of honor. So I have two words for you. Badge of honor. <laughs> um, but so this, you know, and I know we're, we're over time. Just bear with us. Just one more minute, guys. Uh, if it's not just the policies, right? I mean, we're nuclear war, um, energy dependence again, the border is a disaster. Um, all of the things that this administration is doing, if that's not the reason that Americans are running from Democrats, it could be that uh, Democrats have really lost their way when it comes to what resonates with the American people. And no. that brings us to, uh, Apollo, I'm gonna, you, you told me about this story, so I'm going to let you take this one because I yeah, know I'm making so you happy. We, <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it on Friday briefly, but uh, so keep in mind, guys, they're running away from debates. They're... Public, public opinion of the Democratic Party is just absolutely tanking. So what does one Democrat think is the best way to appeal to American voters? Oh, he releases a sex tape. No, no, no. He didn't just release it. He made, <laughs> he made a, a sex, sex tape, tape. Yeah, that's true. He and then released it. <laughs> he, and he, I can tell you as a woman, <laughs> this guy does not need to be having sex on camera. He's super gross. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> this guy literally <laughs> makes a sex tape, releases, I think he put it on like, like Pornhub or some major uh, porn site. And then he came out and said, He's proud of it. I, I did this for 
the election because issues are important. Because issues. That's why he said he did this. Yeah, sex positivity. Mike Itkiss, yes. Manhattan congressional candidate Mike Itkiss released a sex tape in a bizarre move. Bizarre would be uh, one word for it. His sex-positive approach. A 53-year-old cyber expert, Itkiss is an independent running in New York and a lawn shot bid to unseat Nadler, a traitor in our midst. And his focus for his campaign is legalizing sex work. Well, and, and what was and, the, and sorry, what was the laws. first thing what was the first thing that I said to you when you told me about the story? You said and he's running against Jerry Nadler. I oh, said, that's oh, not serious. And he's not a real candidate, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> so obviously he's trying to lose. <laughs> so you released a thirteen minute porn video to to prove that sex positivity is one of his keystone issues. Uh <laughs> Yeah, now I'm going to keep reading this while you find a picture of him because we need we need that we need we need I didn't I didn't pull pictures of him but people need to see just how gross this is. Ick has recently released a 13 minute porn video in an attempt to prove that sex positivity is one of his keystone issues. The video titled "Bucket List Bonanza" stars <laughs> Ickis and porn co- porn star Nicole Sage, who was way too young for him. The porno marks the first time Ickis had sex on camera. Oh, congratulations! Yay! Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, we're we live in an age where you probably have had sex on camera anyway. If you didn't cover your uh, your your laptop, your, laptop, your, your television, camera. your smart yeah. TV. Your dishwasher. Who knows anymore? Yeah, you can see in the tweet in here, Parker Malloy, I think this may be the first time a candidate has leaked a sex tape with the hope of it helping his campaign. Uh, Here's Mike Ickes, by the way. This guy looks like a serial killer in this photo. I mean, this interesting choice for a photo after you release a, a sex tape. Yeah, this and is what politics has become. Yeah, and the the porn star is. I mean, she's kind of cute. She's got to be like young twenties. I, I would think. I mean, I hope right. She she looks like she could potentially be younger, but I assume right. Am I making allegations? I assume that she is uh, over over the legal age of consent. Um, but he looks like a potato, and it's super gross. Why would anybody? There's a there's a a picture. It's a clean photo. I don't know if you've seen that of the the an image in the sex tape do you have that one no okay well i'm gonna try and find that for everybody's viewing pleasure but um this this is the messaging that they think are gonna resonate that they think is going to resonate with the american people you guys this is this is real life this This is is real life far they you talk about we talked about the radical left here's here's a clean image this is what this guy. Look at this. This looks. Who like a, wants to watch this guy have sex? Dude, this guy looks like Uncle Lester Tell me in from the, the Adams Family. Like <laughs> this. Are, are you serious? This is what politics has he become does. in America. The Democratic Party, not or not Democratic Party, but th- this radical left, you know, core in our nation. We have the election issues. All of these things. The, politicization and weaponization of the DOJ, of the FBI and police, all these things going on. The uh, pocketbooks of Americans are just crushed right now. You have rampant corruption and fraud and targeting of American citizens as they bring us into wars and the President of the United States is uh, like a, a walking dementia patient. 
cage. I mean, all of it. Not like and this guy. Not, not like a walking dementia patient. Well, I say he that is. because I don't actually know if it's him, and I, I have oh, to. Yeah. I have to say that because really, I have questions. But this is what he thinks is going to appeal to the voters. Are you out of your mind? Sex yeah. positivity and ending. What was the word? Uh, Fester. <laughs> ending adultery laws and defining defining consent. What? How does this? That's not even relevant. You mean defining <laughs> consent. You made a porn video consensually. How is that? This is what, yeah, what they I think mean, we want? So Kim Kardashian notoriously became famous because of a sex tape. She's attractive. And somebody out there might want to have sex with Kim Kardashian. I am quite certain that nobody wants to have sex with that dude, which is why the the poor uh, slutty girl from New Mexico, that's how she describes herself, not how I'm describing her. Uh, she True. had to be paid to 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 have sex with Uncle Fester. So on the left, again, you've got again, you've got Fetter woman, right? We've got we've got Fetter woman on the left who is uh, denying his gender and also using a computer program to be able to process information and speak because that's not concerning to voters. And now you've got this guy who thinks the world wants to imagine him having sex, which has just ruined my day. I mean seriously keep it in your own bedroom and you know you don't have to you don't have to put it on the internet buddy nobody wants to see that it's a it's a shocking state of politics here in, in america <laughs> in 2022 so welcome to the twilight zone everybody we'll be here all week ah. uh, real quick before we sign off um make sure that you go and uh give your facts blast so you can do that at conservative-daily.com if you're a member you send all of them for free. You can go back at whatever level you, send, you sign up on. Uh, send them all. Overwhelm them. But uh, as we talk about people like this guy, you know, we have <laughs> Uncle Lester Molester uh, paying for uh, some, you know, sexual contact to help his campaign bid uh, and all the other grooming that we're seeing going on in the country. It's always important, especially given the uh, impending economic concerns that we have, and a possible World War III at the mindful and watchful direction of the Biden campaign, that you arm yourselves and are, are uh, prepared to protect your family. So I'd like to play this commercial one more time real quick before we end, and then we can give some closing thoughts. Hi, I'm Joe, Supreme Leader of DCF Guns. What is DCF <laughs> Guns, you ask? Supreme Leader. We're the leader. best damn gun store and range in the universe. Do we have guns? We have all the f***ing guns. We got small guns. We got big guns. <laughs> We even have beastly guns. We offer all types of training, and we have five ranges across our three locations. I'm a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have all types of ammo. <laughs> so get your guns out, because the sun's out. And let's party. <laughs> so go to DCF Guns, you guys. Uh, you can go there. You can go to the online store, too. Uh, dcfguns.co and use promo code Joe. That's J O E, <laughs> and you'll get an additional five percent off uh, their online store. You can do that never from any state in the country. Uh, so don't just feel limited here in Colorado. But if you are in Colorado, uh, go use promo code Joe. Go check them out. Get trained. Get some guns. Get some ammo. Teach your kids how to use them because that's actually responsible. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, prepare yourselves for the beautiful world that we live in now. Yeah. 
It's hard. It's hard to follow that ad. That is amazing. I love. I love him smelling the ammo. Yeah. Well, just, hey, keep in mind, guys. Katie Hobbs has an AR-15 in your car, so you should too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, closing thoughts. My closing thoughts are they would not be working this hard on the narrative and having all of their mockingbird partners out screaming the words election denier if it was if we weren't having an impact. And we absolutely are having an impact. You see it in the polling data, you see it uh, uh, in um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of uh, of I was going to make a Saturday Night Live reference, but they still uh, they still went with Big Lie on that as well. So, uh, but but you can tell you can tell that we're winning. You can tell that the demons are fleeing. They are freaking out, and uh, they they don't have truth. They don't have facts. They don't have experts on their side. All they have is narrative. And this has been the same since Russiagate, right? All that they've had throughout all of their uh, distractions and psychological operations and obstruction uh, efforts, all that they've had is narrative, and it's failing because the American people are waking up to it. 62% do not trust the mainstream media. That is a win for us. And we keep going. Um, Department of Homeland Security and the FBI are now saying that Colorado is a hotbed of election denialism. Can I get some applause, please? Because, thank you very much. Because. I feel no ways tired. <laughs> God, I love that clip. I know, it's so good. Um, because in Colorado, we've been focused on truth. You know, when we started the U.S. Election Integrity Plan, we, uh, uh, Holly and I and, and Melody and others, we said from the outset, everybody's depressed right now. Everybody's, you know, kind of licking their wounds from feeling like they lost the election. But people are going to realize what happened. So we need to fix it here in Colorado and then we can share that information with the rest of the nation. We've done that successfully. We haven't we haven't repaired our broken election system, but we have shined a big old spotlight on what they call the gold standard. Uh, you know, Jenna Griswold, who accidentally sent thirty one thousand accidentally uh, <laughs> whoopsie. 31,000 uh, postcards to non eligible people to vote. Um, she is the head of the National Association of Secretaries of State. She is the youngest Secretary of State in American history, and she is the head of the National Association for Secretary of State. What happens in Colorado is what is exported around to the rest of the nation. It's why we call it the election fraud test kitchen, as uh, Holly, Holly at Altitude coined in early January of 2021. What they do here in Colorado is what you start to see showing up in states around the nation. And so it's no wonder that uh, the DHS and FBI are, are focusing on us here in Colorado and the great work that we have done to spread the truth and to tell people what's actually going on in our elections. So I'm encouraged by it. I'm encouraged by the news that... Uh, you know, just the news came out. John Solomon, I don't think anybody can call a political actor. 
Uh, I, th I think he's probably the closest thing in America that we have to objective news reporting. Um, a lot of times I'm frustrated with him because I think he doesn't go far enough, but I think that that's actually a testament to his reporting. And now he's talking about this this story with Koenig. This is not going away. They cannot pretend like this is not happening. They're going to have to pick a side. And safest and most secure election in history is not a side that carries much water with the American people. No, nope, it's over. Their, their narrative has been lost already. And right now they're just, they are, you know, the evil villain at the end of the movie hanging onto the cliff edge. Uh, just finger by finger trying to stay relevant and trying to uh, stay in the fight. And they're not going to do it. Because well, I, I don't think they're trying everything. to stay in the fight. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But I, because it's cover up. Right? They're, they're literally fighting to stay out of prison. Because when all of the truth comes out, there's a whole lot of people that are going to be held accountable because just as people can't get their heads around this conspiracy because it is so big and so vast and it includes machines and it includes ballots and it includes muling and it includes voter rolls, uh, there's a lot of people involved. So the truth, the truth will out, as they say. Hmm. Yeah, it's all connected. The, uh, you know, COVID, you know, I say stay in the fight. I mean, th this is the fight. This is a life or death fight for the deep state. So when the elections all come down, when the COVID narrative completely comes down and people start getting prosecuted for killing millions of people all over the world, for killing your grandmother, for locking down, destroying your business, for the obscene weaponization of our intelligence agencies and our Department of Justice and our legal system, uh, heads will roll, metaphorically. So we just need to keep the keep the pressure on. We need to stay tuned in. We need to... Everybody go show up and vote in person, and then we need to keep our eyes open so that we can catch them uh, in this deal that they inevitably have no choice but to perpetrate. So it's almost over, guys. We are almost to the, the big reveal where it all goes onto the public stage and no one will be able to deny it anymore. And then we just need to be ready to uh, keep focused on God and, and keep moving forward. So we thank you all for being here today. We'll be back this evening. We have, uh, we have a guest on this evening. He is a pilot, and uh, he's going to share some of his experiences uh, with the COVID nightmare, and then we have a lot of other news to talk about as well. And, of course, if you're not uh, tuned in to what's happening on conservative-daily.com, uh, expecting that there is a White House press conference today. I'm just looking really quick to see what time that will be on so I can let you guys know when to expect the recap. Uh, but there's so much happening in in the world today yeah it's actually that's that's happening in the next seven minutes so i will be writing a recap of the press briefing if you can't stomach listening to her um i got you i got your back and uh, i'll let you know what happens they didn't do a press briefing until really late on friday night so i was unable to cover that over the weekend because it ha I, I that press briefing happened after the sun went down and i observed sabbath but we'll catch you all up on today's briefings make sure you send your facts and um, if you're not signed up to get new uh, articles notifications subscription uh, on conservative-daily.com make sure you do that because we are putting out more content I've got a backlog of articles from other writers that uh, that I'm going to be reading reviewing and, and publishing some of them so um, really exciting stuff on conservative-daily.com Apollo do you want to pray yeah, so we're going to finish out, guys. Make sure you hit the rumble button. Make sure you share this episode. We'll see you tonight.
Father God, I just want to thank you for the amazing audience that we have. I want to thank you for the American people putting so much pressure on these deep state agents. I want to thank you for those in our government who are speaking out, those whistleblowers who have come forward, and those who are working behind the scenes to restore our amazing republic, to make America great again, and to give back the American people their lives, to give back the American people agency, to give back American people uh, hope and a purpose that they can follow to free us from this deep state agenda. I just encourage everyone to look to you, Lord. You are our rock. You are our shelter. You are our guiding light. And if we continue to look to you, we will have everything that we need. You give us everything that we need in this fight, the courage, the wisdom, the direction to move. So I just ask that we stand together, that we keep the pressure on, that everyone spreads the word, that we show up in masses on election day in person to vote, that our eyes are open and tuned in to the things going on around us, to the world that is occurring that they don't want us to see, that we catch them in the cheat, that no one accepts these fraudulent, bogus answers anymore, that people every day more and more courageously find the strength to speak out, that they find the strength to stop going along with this behavioral programming, that they are willing to reach out and, and bridge the gap, that they're willing to reach out and speak to the hearts of those people who may still be living in fear. We have so much to be grateful for, Lord. And as we start this week refreshed and renewed, that we always stay focused on you and we, we turn up the pressure that we, the successes, the wins that we had, that they fuel us to be more invigorated, to be more determined, to have more joy as we continue to see our country restored, as we continue to see the truth coming out and the division being wiped away. The rhetoric continues to escalate, but so does our resolve. And that is thanks to you, Lord. So we pray for a swift end to this agenda and we pray for the bright future that you have waiting for us when we fulfill the mission that you have put us here to carry out. We ask these things and we are humbly grateful for all the blessings that you have in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, we'll see you tonight. God Ash, bless. Love you. Thanks for being here. And uh, we love all of you guys. So we'll see you tonight. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.